Thanks for tuning in to the All Things Melanin Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like this week's episode, and share with a friend. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hi, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All Things Melanin Podcast, where your certified hype women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss an update. Erica. Shelby. What's good? What's happening? What's popping? How you feeling? Hey, girl. Um, I'm not even going to lie. I have been um, negative Nancy. I've not been positive Patty lately. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but it's like I need a break. Listen, um, I just want to let you know that I'm on your bandwagon. <laughs> I have not been positive Patty either. Like, what I had it? to, like, call a friend or two last week, and they all had to get me together and encourage me because your girls, like, 2020 has been on my neck and I'm suffocating, and I can't. <laughs> it really has. And I'm already skinny, so I need all the air that I can get. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just, like, I guess I'm just very... Uh, I was listening to this message where it was like, you just kind of get in this mundane routine a lot of the time. So where it's like Monday, Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday. And I, I don't know. I just guess I'm just exhausted. I actually looked up the definition of mental exhaustion. Yeah. And I had all the symptoms. Girl, I'm probably <laughs> right there with you. <laughs> but other than that, we really did have a good time uh, last weekend or was it the weekend before? Yes. That was fun. We celebrated one of our friend's birthday. Shout out to Jordan. Hey, Jordan. And... <clears throat> We had so much fun. It was just fun to, like, get out, have some girl time, yes. laugh, get fine. Because let me tell you, if y'all see me Monday through Friday, <laughs> I look real crusty. <laughs> but let me tell you, after working on the weekends, Man. I look like somebody. Yes. You better catch me while I do. A whole snack. So, yeah, it was really fun. So what did we do? We bar hopped. We went to, well, that Saturday we went to a distillery. Yeah, um, that was cool, and we went to Top Golf. But then the next day we went to brunch, and we did like a bar hopping Sunday fun day. First of all, man, I did not know that people <laughs> really be out on Sundays. On Sundays, they really out. just out partying lit. Hold on, not just people. Listen, zaddies, zaddies with a capital Z. Whole meals, snacks, whatever you want to say. I swear, I probably saw my husband, but because of somebody who remained nameless, whose birthday it was. <laughs> was blocking i will never know what could have happened that day because she was blocking it was so beautiful to see like all of these fine dudes i was like erica this is exactly why you don't have one because you be at your mama house on sunday nights right (laughs) like chilling on the couch like they gonna knock on our door (laughs) but you know what killed me is every time the zaddy showed up we left yes and i'm like what are we doing i don't know you guys so there was this one place that we went to and their line was super long but we stayed in line for a long time and as we're standing there i'm just looking around like damn damn like, like where y'all at damn. where y'all work at i didn't know dallas had it like that right <laughs> and then uh we moved to the next place and as we're actually leaving like you just said it was like a whole nother group of them i'm like we're going the wrong way direction wrong way wrong road but i tell you one thing this spring summer let me tell you something. We definitely going to hit all of those places back up. Listen. And looking like snacks again. Listen. And not playing no games. Listen. So we could be like, y'all. Listen. <laughs> so we can have some bays by uh, fall. Right, because <laughs> y'all was tripping this um, winter, and man, I ain't got time. Man. Listen. But no, nah, for real, I can really feel the hot girl in me, Dakota. I really gave it my best shot, but dudes really be trying me. They do. And I was like, I'm not the one, the two, the three, or the four. I know, because so. I... <laughs> Yes, friend. So, because I always was like, oh, I don't want a multi-day, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'm going to get me a roster. That's what I'm going to do. You might as well get a roster. Because, because they got one. 
don't nobody want to act right. right. We just going to, you know, have friends. You the but, homie. But I don't feel like there's anything wrong with it in the beginning because I feel like sometimes when you're, t- I feel like a lot of times when you first start talking to somebody, mm-hmm. you're dating somebody, you really just, you hate to admit it and it sounds harsh, but you're really just going down a list. Yeah. You're trying to see if you connect with that person, if you vibe for that person. And if we being honest, you yes. can usually tell if somebody's about something. Now I feel like when you start, you know, being all touchy-feely and kissing and getting yeah. physical, then that's when you need to make a decision because you just can't be swapping saliva no. with everybody with all this virus and stuff going <laughs> around. Oh my gosh, no, we can't be doing that. We got to be extra careful yeah. and extra cleanly. I was like, Erica, there's nothing wrong with you having a few homeboys. It ain't. You know, and just keep it cute. I endorse this message, and you know I endorse this message. The only thing, when I was multi-dating, is I just got tired of texting all of them. <laughs> Like, that's a lot of work. Like, I was just tired. Girl, first off, did I tell you I tried a dating app for, like, a you t- few days? Well, you told me that you were going to think about it. You didn't tell me the outcome. Girl, I deleted it. And I mean, I deleted the whole profile account and everything, not just the app off my phone. <laughs> but because the general consensus of what I have discovered. Okay. Well, actually, I was shocked because I had never really just out there talking to men like that. Yeah. They don't know how to hold a conversation. Oh, not at Some all. Some of them do not know how to hold a conversation. Most of them, if we're being honest. And so I'm petty because I'm like, I can be able to hold a conversation, but if you're dry and you don't have any interest in like asking me a question back or replying to what I said, and you just give me a one word answer, delete. But you know what I realized? I realized that a lot of most men are horrible texters. Oh my gosh. They're horrible. I'm like, how do you expect to talk to me? Because yes. if we're being honest, your girl is booked and busy. But I said, but there was one dude who was a little too forward, so I had to unmatch him. Um, he he was like, all right, so boom. Um, I'm a Facetime you real quick, and I'm like, sir, you don't even have my number. He was like, if you don't like me, cool. But we we cool. I ain't gonna stalk you or nothing. Clearly, you're going to stalk me because you just said you wasn't gonna stalk. Me. Yeah, that was a little <laughs> too much too soon. Then this other dude was like, oh, sorry, I haven't responded in a couple of days because you know a whole bunch of city girls have been in my my uh, DM. Is that sir, supposed to be attractive? What if I was a city girl? I'm offended. <laughs> like what? Oh, he would have got unmatched too. Unmatched, <laughs> girl. But you want to know something that's funny? Most of my dates, okay, I probably shouldn't be confessing this, have come from my DMs, girl. That's that girl. But I gotta look to see if we got mutual friends because I need to see if, if I know some people. And yes. even if we do, I'm still sending my friends your location, your picture, and your yes. bio. Because yes. I need all y'all to pull up just in case if I send y'all some stars. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was no luck for me. Um, so I definitely deleted it. And I just. Hey, but that's s- okay, friend. Because we're about to have a hot girl summer. Yes. We're about to have a hot girl spring. About to have me some cute ass outfit. Listen, this bob that I'm about to get in a girl. month or two with a little blind. Girl. Listen. We're not playing no games. We're not. So let's get into our first segment <laughs> of the show, which is dating and relationships. So this segment, we're going to talk about connection versus attachment. Ooh. Is there a difference? So how do you know when you have a real connection with someone and what does it take? What are the signs that you have an actual connection or just an attachment to somebody? I personally think that there is a difference. Yeah. So for me, a connection is not like, I don't even, when I think of connection, I don't even think of physical. Mm-hmm. I think of mental and emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like, can this person stimulate my mind? Can they get, like, can they stimulate my mind? Can they, like, talk with me on a level to teach me, to challenge me? Right. And to just, I don't know, like, I 
and the crazy thing is I was just talking to my friend about this. I've been having trouble when dating connecting with somebody mentally and emotionally because I feel like I'm so mentally and emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. and I'm so mentally emotionally just on a whole different way that a lot of people don't like a lot of people ain't on the same wave as me. Yeah. I feel like <clears throat> attachment is and this is just my opinion. I feel like an attachment is more physical. Yeah. Like kissing, hugging, sex and different things like that or just wanting to be around somebody. The crazy thing about me is and maybe this is because I'm an only child. I can detach from people very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like I can be sad and everything, but I can detach from you and act like you don't exist. Mm-hmm. But the way that I would probably actually get in a relationship and I would actually settle down is if I had a connection with somebody. Mm-hmm. And that's been really difficult for me to have because I feel like a lot of people are so superficial and then a lot of people don't want to have the hard conversations. Because if I'm talking to you, I'm not just talking to you because you look cute or to hear myself talk. Yeah. Like, sir, I'm trying to build. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to be your helpmate. Yes. So, but I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like a lot of men or some men um, are just so used to women like wanting, wanting, wanting from them right. that when you try to have like a connection with them and to like get to know them so you can see if y'all are equally yoked so y'all can get this money yes. and build this empire, they're like, what? Yes. I definitely agree with every single thing that you said. And I also think that um, you can have a connection with someone and an attachment to somebody. Oh, for sure. Um, but I definitely do agree that connection is more mental. Like, I yeah. can have a connection with anybody, and that's not anything physical. Attachment, to me, is like if you're just physical, because that's a soul tie to me. Like, your yeah, attachment is. is your soul tie. And I think it's very, we don't take it serious enough. It's like a bunch of people out here got attachments, but they don't have connections with people. Yeah. And I think it's important to have, like, genuine conversations. Like, ask that man, like, what? about anything random just to see how his mind works what is he like like what does he think about this what does he think about that to really gain that connection because a lot of people will just attach themselves to each other with no connection like they don't even know if they like each other yeah they just get in their loneliness and then boom they just attached i definitely agree it's so crazy i was having this conversation with my cousin and she's been married to her husband for 10 years and so i was asking her relationship advice and uh, we were talking, and she gave me some very interesting advice in regards to attachment and different things like that. And she was saying, you know, she was asking me, like, what my love language was and different things like that because we were just talking about different things and a situation that I'm in or was in. And she was saying, you know, before you get attached to a person, she was like, test him. Mm-hmm. She was like, test him to see if he's going to step up to the plate to do what you need to do. And she was like, it could be something simple. And she was like, and if he do, cool. And if he don't, wash your hands of it and keep it moving because you're not attached. And I think a lot of times, and I'm not saying like test him like, oh, buy me a Prada bag. No. (laughs) But if you want to, I'm just playing. (laughs) You're probably going to get cussed out. (laughs) But I'm saying like if something's wrong with your car or you have a question or, you know, you you told him that you like something, you asked him to get it from the store. Like Mm -hmm. test him lightly to see if he goes step up to the plate because I know for me, like, I had something happen to me last week that, like, my dad was about to pull up on me from three hours away. Mm-hmm. So, can you pull up on me from 10 or 20 minutes away? Because if you can't, there's nothing that I can do with you. Yeah. Or for you. That's true. And I think <clears throat> the second part of the question was, how do you know when you have a real connection with someone? And I think that you would know when it just flows. Like, it's yeah. not 
forced. I feel like a lot of attachments can be very forced. Like if it's strictly about sex, like, you know, uh uh-uh, I'm done with him. Boom, he call you, I'm outside. Your ass go walking outside. Hey, we've all been there. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how you know, like, uh, attachment versus a real connection. Like when it just, it's natural. I can't explain it. Like it's not like anything that you have to force. Well, why he ain't hit me up? Like you just know y'all gonna talk. You know you gonna, like, yeah. It, it's along the lines of building that foundation of a friendship with somebody yeah. is how you can establish that connection, yeah. right? I agree. Um, also, what are the signs that you have a connection or an attachment? Uh, I'm going to keep it real. As far as the connection goes, I haven't had one in so long that I just really don't know. And it's crazy because, like, in dating, I've really been struggling with that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know me, I'm very analytical. So I've been polling people that are in relationships and they're married. I'm like, you know, do you feel anything? How did you know you had a connection? Just all these different things. And obviously different people gave me different reasons. Yeah. And my cousin gave me some really good advice. She is on it. (laughs) She was like, and she basically said something very similar to what you said. She was like, you'll know it's real or you know you'll have a connection when it's easy. She was like, you ain't gonna have to force it. She was like, she was like, think of your guy best friend. I was like, cool. She was like, is y'all's friendship easy? I was like, yeah. She was like, it's going to be easy like that, but romantic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm. And I never thought about it like that because yeah. I'm such a, I don't know. I'm such a, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe myself. But, like, I guess, like, for me, like, I've learned that you can like a person. Yeah. And you can care about a person. And you could be attracted to the person. Girl, let me tell you. <laughs> listen. Baby. I had some zaddies in my DMs. <laughs> but... That doesn't mean that that's your person. And I yeah. think for me, that's the hardest thing, knowing mm-hmm. that a person can be really good and have a good heart. Yeah. But that ain't your person. Yeah. But I know for me that, like, there's a very specific type of person that I need in my life mm-hmm. because I'm a lot. <laughs> and because I'm such an ambitious person, and I know that an ordinary person is not going to understand that unless they're on the same wavelength as I'm on. Yeah. I think uh, other signs that you could know that you have a connection is if, um, not only if, if the conversation or the relationship flows, yeah. but I think when you can actually relate to each other mm-hmm. on different levels, like you can literally talk about yeah. anything on the spectrum yeah. and it's just your, it just goes back to having a genuine, like, like for each other, yeah. not just attraction. I agree. Cause I think that's important. You should be attracted to the person, but I mean, if you're dating, but if it's, it's just like a connection with your friends, like, yeah. Um, I have a different connection with each one of my friends. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, um, an attachment. I've had friends that have been attached Girl, to me same. to where it's just like those one sided things. When I was in my six year relationship, it ended up being more so an attachment towards the end because I was the one that was basically like the, what do you call it? The, the crutch. Yeah. So that's another vote. sign is like, and I think. I think another thing is that starting off in dating relationships, I don't think people take the time to even make a connection with you. They everybody don't. trying to hit, everybody like trying to just get see what's theirs. up. Like, I'm, I can't say everybody because not everybody. Well, uh, some, a lot of people But are. nobody wants to make that effort to make a connection. Like yeah. I just told you, all right, so boom, let's face it. No, like, no, like you take, the, <laughs> take the time <laughs> to like really get to know somebody. You yeah. know, it takes effort. I mean, not, it should be easy, but it should take effort. At the and you said time. something that I think that I just don't want a lot of people to like breeze over. And I think that a lot of people in society have forgotten is that it takes effort 
to build yes. a connection, yes. to build a relationship, yes. to find your person. Yeah. And I feel like we've gotten so lazy in society yes. and like, you know, just taking what somebody says for work. Now you're gonna have to show me you have to show me player. Man, you know what these dudes that I hate, this is so petty, but I'm very particular about how somebody approaches me. I've always said that. Oh yeah, you are. I've had so many on that stupid ass dating app. Hey queen. I hate that. And you know why I hate that? Why? Is because you I just imagine a dude going down oh. his whole message just saying it, "Hey queen, everybody." It's not unique. It's not like to me, yeah. like if you say, "Hey Erica," you can't send "Hey Erica" to all your damn DMs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you didn't even make the effort to like say something different. <laughs> Y'all, Erica out here giving clues to you men if y'all listening. Hey. So she dropping keys. So I'm trying to help y'all out. So don't hit her with the hey basically, queen. Yes. Don't hit her with the uh, hey beautiful. Mm-mm. Say um, my name. How about that? Yeah, like Destiny Shaw say, say my name. Say my name. Thank you. They was trying to tell us back in the 90s. So <laughs> No, for real. Um, but yeah, that's just what I mean. Like even small things like that, like put in the little bit of extra effort Yeah. to just really genuinely connect with somebody Yeah. and it'll make the difference. And I think like for me, like I was kicking it with, um, one of my friends over the holiday last year and like, I was kind of saying like, we had such like an emotionally and intelligent conversation that I was floored because I only had those conversations with either my dad or mm-hmm. my best friend Sheldon. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't used to having a conversation like that, like with another male that I wasn't like best friends with. But it was just so cool to me and so just stimulating and really a turn on if you think about it. Th- hey, this that's is, a key right there. I'm t- Can we listen, say that again? Listen, men, this is how you get what you want. I'm trying to listen, give y'all a key. Like be attentive, like when you're talking to a girl. Like yes. ask her questions, be interested in what she's yes. saying, follow up, like put, yes. hold on, put your phone away and look intently in her eyes. I guarantee. Yes. I guarantee. I bet money. Like, seriously, like in two or three months, listen. Boy. You're going to have your way. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> no, but for real. So when I was talking to him, um, and he was just like asking me questions and like he knew, like he had like, not that he'd been keeping up with me, but like he knew some things that I was working on. And he was just like so like intently like focused on me. Mm-hmm. I was like, in my head, I was like, and this is how, I was like, this is how you get what you want. And I mean, like he didn't want anything from me and it yeah. wasn't even like that. But if he did. But if he did. (laughs) That's how you get it. (laughs) I'm off the market. (laughs) No, but you said that's so important. No, but seriously, like, that's, like, for in my head, I was thinking, I didn't tell him that, but in my head, I was like, if men would do this, but Mm -hmm. he was genuinely interested in what I was saying, Mm -hmm. you know? If men would do this, you can get whatever you want. Because if you think about it, like, women, we're such emotional and feeling beings. And there are some women out there that are cold and reckless and heartless and they just mm-hmm. want to get what they can get. But I feel like the majority of us women that are, that have some substance behind us, mm-hmm. like, we really just want to be loved, cared about, and we really want men to, like, value our opinion. Because I feel like, not a lot of, not all men, but I feel like some men just want you to sit there and be a trophy wife. I've never yes. been built to be a trophy wife. Yeah. My mouth's too reckless. <laughs> I'm too reckless and I talk too much. <laughs> So that's not going to happen, you know? Yeah. But I just wanted to put that out there, man. I'm telling you, I'm trying to help y'all find the love of your life. That was awesome advice. I'm just trying to tell you. And I think we just gave away the secret. So if y'all don't listen, that's on y'all. But I think it's important to just remember that there is a difference between connection and attachment. And in this day and age, at this point in my life, I want a connection. Not just I'm attached to you. Like, Same. What, what are we doing? It's so hard, though. It is. Because I think with us being such career-driven women and successful women and smart and intelligent women and boss women and independent women, mm-hmm. like, men say they want a woman like that. Y'all sure do say that, y'all. But 
in reality <laughs> yeah they really don't like we were yeah. having this conversation at jordan's birthday thing and i was like you know a lot of men say that they want and i'm not saying all men are like this y'all please don't run and tell somebody and get upset okay <laughs> but i feel like some men or most men i feel like they list that off because that sound cute but let's take and i don't know the relationship i'm just talking about from the outside looking in let's take gabrielle Union and Dwayne wade mm-hmm. do you think she'd be being quiet oh no she'd be bossing that baby around do you think she'd be taking anything? No, I saw that Oprah interview. She don't. So, I'm just saying, like, yeah. but to be honest, like, if you want a woman like that, you got to be able, you got to be man enough to know, you got to be man enough to not be intimidated by your woman and not yeah. put her down. Like, you got to let her be who she is. Like, do you think Sierra just really be letting Russell order her around? No. Mm-mm. And I'm just saying, if you want a woman like that, you got to be able to handle a woman like that. Don't say you want a boss woman, and then you get mad when she says something to you. Yes, because that, that's me. Like, I know I can be slick at the mouth. I, I can. Like, I would talk shit, but I don't, I mean it from a loving place. But I'm just saying, like, that's one thing that will grind my gears if you think you can tell me what to do. Oh, no, I hate like, I know, such a free spirit. Like, I know about, like, oh, you should submit to your man, but there's a, there's a, there's, There's a, a boundary yeah. to that. Like not, and I read this quote and I, it made sense. It was like, I'm not intimidating. You're intimidated. You know what I mean? Listen, like, write that down. Put it on a yes, poster. Yes, because I will let you lead me. But if you can't even ask me out on a date and lead me to Chili's, right. how you going to lead me in a lifespan? I'm crying. Time? I'm and just then, saying. And then plan the date. Don't, I just thought quote today was like, don't ask me on a date and then ask me what I want to do. What are you going to do? <laughs> You can't even lead. I'm like, you can't even lead us to Chili's. Thank you. So where are you going to lead us in life? No, that's facts. I'm Nowhere. so serious. Now I got to lead us to Chili's. And it's, now I ain't got no faith in you. And now I'm the man wearing the pants in the right? relationship. And so now I got to tell you what to do. <laughs> no, but that is so true. I remember I had this guy was like, oh, this is another key. I hate when you say, so when can I see you? So this one guy told How me that. How about you make some plans? Exactly. I told, and are you asking me when I'm available? My exact response was, when you make the plans so he was like okay saturday let's go for drinks so i was like okay cool saturday comes do you think we went to have and drink nope nope didn't hear from him. hey that's another key that erica just dropped for you and i just want to let y'all know if y'all man. didn't catch it man man you gotta like <laughs> i'm not saying being like ju- like i'm not gonna say it. i'm not saying be like overbearing assertive but i'm saying be a little assertive where hey yes. we going out saturday yes. at seven be ready be on time yes or you could just be like, hey, I know you like live music. I know this spot and so-and-so. Let's go here. Are you available around blah, blah, blah. That would be so attractive. Like, I would get my shoes on right then and there. You know what? I probably <laughs> would show up being extra fun yes. because you so assertive. And yes. I'm already in a mood because yes. you already didn't <laughs> let me know. Because you know what that shows us as women is that you're genuinely interested in what I've told you about what I like or something like that. Don't just be like, when can I see you? Uh, I don't know. Ask Jesus. I don't and know. And the funny thing is somebody hit my line saying that yesterday. I just don't like that. And I was like, I don't know. When, you tell when me. you make the plans. You, you let me know. Thank, thank you. What, what the? Is that so hard? I'm is that hard? They're going to keep playing around. And I'm going to show up with a whole boo. <laughs> a whole boo. A whole boo. A whole bay. Be and on they, vacation. Listen. And going to post a picture of him and cover his head and show his hand. <laughs> because I'm that, I'm that type of petty. <laughs> They're going to start messing with me, Eric, before I show up with a man. We just gave so many real-life keys and situations. I just want y'all to know we serious. Like, this is not a game. Like As um, a heart attack. 
I don't understand. So anyway, let's move on to our next segment called The Journey. So this is when Shelby and I discuss how our journey to building all things melanin has been going for us so far. We'll share some tips. We'll share what we've learned, mistakes, downfalls, whatever. So today we want to discuss how do we decide what's the best decision for our brand. So for example, we've had a variety of brands, entrepreneurs, reach out to us to connect or collab or be a guest on their show. Yeah. Um, so what is our strategy, Shelby? Like, how do we decide what to say yes to and what to say no to? Um, I think for us that, so we've been in the game for over two years. Hey. And I think for us, like, we're so clear on what our mission is. Mm-hmm. And anything that does not align, align with our mission and what we're about, mm-hmm. we don't do. Right. Now that's not like we've had some people with some amazing missions yeah. and they do some amazing things reach out. Right. But that doesn't align with our brand. Mm-hmm. And I think for me just you know being in the industry that we're in in general and just having the background and education that we have in general, like we understand that if we mix with somebody that doesn't fit into what we're doing, yeah. I think that that's more <clears throat> hazardous than helpful because I don't I think you have to be very careful when you collaborate with people and you do partnerships and different things like that because you want to make sure that their audience is very similar to yours or you want to make sure that they're that you can add value to their audience like you can add value to theirs right but if you're working with somebody that doesn't align with that i feel like it's useless you're not doing anything you're not getting anything Mm -hmm. and i think because we're so clear on that and we and i think the other thing is that me and erica like we really are really good business partners like I feel like we really really do trust one another like if there's something that Erica says no on it's a no (laughs) if there's something that I say no on it's a no because we know that we would never put the brand that we're building and that we're babying in jeopardy and I feel like our opinions are so like we we always have good reasoning behind it's never just no I don't want to do it because that it's all it's this this and this yeah and I think when we first started out um we kept hearing advice about say yes to everything, say yes to everything. But I mean, that's, that's in a way it's true. But then as you start to really get into the weeds of your brand and who you are as a brand, it's not going to make sense to say yes to everything. No, it's not. So it's very important because what you say no to is your brand. What you say yes to is your brand. So you have to have a balance of saying no and saying yes. That's good, brand. Thank you. So, um, for example, a lot of, well, I can't say a lot, but some people that have reached out to us, you can tell that they're just sending out mass emails. Like, girl, yeah. did you even look at what we do? Because I don't understand you just why you want us to sell chicken wings for you. Like, okay. you know, it's like, it's just the point of like somebody wanted us to do hair care products, but it wasn't for black girls. Uh, I ain't putting that on my hair and I'm black. Um, I'm so, <laughs> so it's just things like that. Like, you, it'll be very obvious of what you should say no to. Like, girl, you didn't even look at our brand. You just kind of sending us emails. Yeah. But um, I think that it all it everything that you say yes to shapes your brand. That's all I want to say. Like it just does. And I think that Shelby and I have continued to grow in knowing in that knowing that because at the beginning we did say yes to a lot of stuff. Like and yeah, it did girl. nothing for us. Yeah, it didn't. But now that we're getting like more keen into like what we want to push and what direction we want to go into, who we're trying to reach, who's our audience, that makes it easier to be like, oh, we love what you're doing, but it doesn't really uh, align with our brand. And don't be scared to say no. Yeah. Because, I mean, I hate saying no. I can't even say no in my real life. So, I mean, 
<laughs> I mean, just be polite and professional saying no just yeah. be, just compliment them on what they're doing and wish them the best on their endeavors or something professional but always respond to even if it's a no just yeah. always keep that at least genuine connection um because Go you on. never know what goes what goes down in the long run somebody could completely have a new wing of their brand and they come back to you like okay i know that didn't work but we have this yeah so let's work together you know i agree keep those bridges open but it's, i agree it's very important to keep um, communication open and because you never know who they know right and I think a lot of times we've gotten like referrals or people have heard yeah. you know heard about us through the grapevine and you yeah. never want to mess up your reputation but I do think just to piggyback off what you said that it's so important to stay authentic to who you are and your brand like always remember your mission and like Erica said everything is not a yes right everything is not good for your brand and I think when I think when you stay true to your brand God will open doors for you that no man can close and God will open doors to say you stayed the course. You stay true to yourself. So now I can open this door for you because you're ready to step through it. You just don't want in everything. Yeah. It's been hard out here because it's been, like we said, we've been doing this a couple of years. And it's like, man, we ain't really gotten what we really feel yeah. like we should get. But this girl has said this. But it's like, don't just settle for that if you know it's yeah. in the back of your mind. Like, it's not what you want for yeah. your business. So, like you said, just keep. Trusting along, saying yes and no to what you feel like aligns. Yeah. That's been working for us. So. Yeah. Yes. So let's move on to our mentor moment. So this segment is where we discuss a uh, listener letter that was submitted to us by somebody who shall remain anonymous. Um, and they're asking us a question and we're going to give our advice on it. Okay. So the letter reads, hi, Erica and Shelby. I have been praying for genuine friendships and lately a few of my friendships have shown me who isn't actually a true friend. I'm struggling between working it out versus letting it go. So how do you know when it's time to let certain friendships go? You want that one? First of all, <laughs> um, let me tell you, um, I got a few things to get off my chest. <laughs> okay. um, first thing, I think if you feel like somebody's not being a friend to you, well, okay, let me say this. I've learned that my definition of friendship and a lot of other people's definition of friendship is totally different. Preach. And, and I'm not a perfect person, but I feel like I'm an amazing friend. Like, I feel like I would pull up for any of my friends. Like, I pray over my friends. I go hard for my friends. Like, I, like, my friends to me are my family. They're the family that I get to choose. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if you feel, I feel like if you're putting in, cause, and also I feel like a friendship is like a relationship. It is. It literally is. Like, you literally have to put effort into it and nourish it and different things like that. So, I feel like if you feel like somebody isn't being a good friend to you, they're not. Right. And I feel like you have to understand that as we go through life and we grow through life, that friendships evolve and people don't grow at the same rate as you do. And a lot of friendships in your life are very seasonal. Yes. A lot of friendships aren't very lifetime. And I've been, and I've been, I have this new saying that I say, I don't know if you've heard me say it. But you got to make sure that you got friends that you can do life with. Mm -hmm. Like friends that you can pray with, friends that you can worship with, friends that you can cry with, friends that's going to pull up on you if somebody in your family die, like they're going to be there. Friends that you can party with, friends that you can, you know, talk business with and encourage and have accountability. Like you should be able to have a friend circle that is multifaceted. Yeah. And I feel like if a person isn't growing with you or they're not giving what you need in a friendship, that's essentially draining you and that's something that you can walk away. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're putting in more effort than the other person is, I feel like it's okay to walk away. I feel like if you want to have a conversation with that person, you can. But understand that a lot of people think they're amazing friends and they suck. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that you have to know what serves you. And if somebody isn't, and the thing about it is I know that there are different seasons that you're not going to be able to pour into your friend and they're not going to be able to pour into you because that's life. But if you have a friend that's been consistently horrible and you have a friend that's not pouring into you and it's one-sided and you stress and you tired and you, oh, when they call, yeah. it's time to let that person go. Yeah. Because I don't want anybody around me that's poking holes in my boat. I don't want anybody around me that's draining me. I don't want anybody around that they wouldn't do for me what I would do for them. Yes, that is so true. And and the key thing t- uh, to this, our listener here, is she said, I've been praying for genuine friendships. So let me tell you, when you pray for genuine friendships, God will reveal who is not genuine. Listen. First first and foremost. You better be ready so, when you pray to God because he don't be playing with you. So for, for you to be struggling about working it out and letting it go, like I know a lot of factors can go into that, like how long you've been friends, like how y'all meet, like what happened between y'all. Like there's a lot of factors, but I feel like if you've been praying on this, yeah. and it's been exposed that it's really not a true friend for your life right now, like you said, it's seasonal. Um, it's very hard to let something go that you're kind of like used to, just yeah. like a relationship. <laughs> so I think that um, there's nothing wrong with trying to work it out, but try once and be done. Yeah. Like don't keep going back beating a dead horse. Like it's it's over with. Yeah. So I think I don't want to ever just say throw somebody away because I mean, unless it was something horrible that like, come yeah. on, there's no recovery from that. But for me personally, I have let a lot of friendships go that I thought, would be lifetime friends and And they haven't because if you think about it like what friends are going to be there in my wedding what friends are going to be the godparents to my kids what friends are going to be there when my parents are are sick or something like that you know like who's going to be there for those tough moments in life yeah I want true friendships around me and I want friends that really like if they see me doing dumb stuff like you're really gonna correct me on it and be like I'm here for you like what is wrong like we can pray for you we can yeah we can help you like you can come stay with me like yeah those kind of friends and it's something that you touched on was important if you always feel like you're the one doing and doing and doing for this friend it's draining and that means you need to let it go yeah my mom is in her 60s and sorry mama I told everybody but you look good girl um (laughs) And she's having these problems right now with some of her friends. Really? And it's like, it don't get no better. So she, basically, she has a friend. I don't like her. Um, <laughs> and I've told her that. Yeah. But the main reason is because my mom is an awesome woman. And she's an mom. awesome friend. And she is so caring and so kind to where people leech onto that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she has a particular friend who is too grown to be acting like and this. too old. Yes. But she always calls my mom with, all of this drama. Oh, I hate people. So I it like drains people. my mom. I'm like, I'm like, this doesn't get any better because I used to deal with that same thing as as a young person. So it's like, it if you don't deal with it now, it's gonna fester all the way yeah. up until you get yeah. into your sixties. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's crazy because like, kind of the opposite of that. Like I am, I'm really, and we've talked about this just personally and offline. Like I'm really hard on my friends. Like I really expect a lot from my friends. Like growing up, like my mom's best friend was her cousin and when I tell you they did everything together from like a young age like they lived 10 minutes apart so they hung out all the time they went to the same high school they went to the same college they roomed together in college they were maids of honors in each other's weddings they worked in the same school district their classrooms were like two minutes apart they lived 10 minutes they lived 10 minutes apart they hung out multiple times during the month like, they did everything together. And 
she ended up passing away two or three years ago. And I was telling, I was talking to my cousin. I was like, you know, like, I thought growing up that all friendships were like that. Right. And I realized that they weren't. Right. But when I tell you, Erica, that they were together until the day that she died and she took her last breath. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, man, like, I pray that I can have friends like that. Yeah. Because I, I sit here and I think about it. First of all, I don't even know how my mama got through that. Yeah. And second of all, I don't even know how my mama had the strength to walk into that room and say goodbye to her best friend. Yeah. Like, for the last time. So, like, for me, I take friendships really, really seriously. And so, if I tell you I love you and I tell you I got you and I tell you that I'll pull up for you, like, I mean it because I think of all friendships like that, but I realize that not everybody's like that. So I just feel like if you feel like you're being a good person to somebody and they're not being a good person to you, I feel like you have every right to walk away from them because that's not fair. No, it's not. And it's a blessing that they can have a friendship like that because not everybody, first of all, not everybody knows how to be a friend, like you just kind of said. And then second of all, people just are are thinking about themselves constantly and don't really realize that they're not really putting forth the same effort. And that gets exhausting because I feel like, like you said, I'm a great friend, but sometimes I don't know how to say no to people and people be draining me and then I be pissed and then I go off and then we ain't friends. And it's just like, (laughs) and a lot of times it's just little things. I feel like it's it's like little things to make a good friend. Like there have been times where you've texted me or you've just been like, have a good day. Or there have been times like, okay, friend, I'm going to pray for you. But then there are times, and you know me, I'm not a person that asks for anything or I try not to like be like a burden but there are times that I have asked people like hey can I call you and talk to you or hey can I do this and I was like hey can we schedule for another day or hey can I talk to you Sunday I don't need to talk Sunday I need to talk now mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah and I think for me like that's allowed me like I feel like if I got a schedule with you you're not my friend yeah because if I ask you to talk like I literally need to talk now you know yeah what I mean? exactly and so I've realized that that's made me start compartmentalizing people like I know who I can I really know who like is my real genuine like pull up friend cool yeah. friend and mm-hmm. then i know the people who are just like to be friendly with mm-hmm. because i just want people in my life that are lifetime friends and i feel like this young lady deserves people in her life that are lifetime friends because you can't make way for new godly friends until you get rid of the the ones that aren't good for you yeah so once you get uh, once you let go of those uh god's gonna bless you with great genuine friendships yeah So, good luck, girl. But if you have any questions that you want for us to answer, send us an email at allthingsmelanintv at gmail.com or slide in our DMs at allthingsmelanin underscore underscore. So, we're going to move on to our last segment of the show, which is words of encouragement. So, this uh, Bible verse comes from Ephesians 2.10. It says, for we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do work good works which god prepared in advance for us to do so basically the niv version says for we are god's masterpiece so i've always heard this verse always but i never really um like meditated on like what a masterpiece means like what is a masterpiece like okay but i really have been struggling with like god how do you see me you know like because i'm so hard on myself a lot of the times yeah and that can be very like um, just, just, just stressful on myself. So I remember praying about this and asking God and this verse came up. So that's why I wanted to share it today because God is 
literally letting us know that he handcrafted us. We are his handiwork. He created us to do good works. We are perfect in his eyes. So we are his masterpiece. And so I wanted to share this because I had been feeling like very overwhelmed, but also underwhelmed at the same time. So let me explain. So feeling overwhelmed, I just always felt like I don't belong where I'm at. You know what I mean? And I think that that comes from me knowing and feeling and believing that I'm I'm supposed to be meant for bigger, better, greater, yeah. further, more. Yeah. Um, and so that's where the underwhelmed comes from, meaning I don't feel like I'm I'm in the better, in the yeah. more, in the I need to be over there. Like, why yeah. am I here? Like type of thing. And so then sometimes I internalize that and be like, what is it that I'm not doing? Yeah. And so then I just really felt like I needed to just meditate on how God sees me. Like, hey, you're perfect in my eyes. There's nothing that you're not doing. Yeah. You're my masterpiece. I'm, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. You are my handiwork. Yeah. So that's what it means to me. What yeah. about you? And I would definitely say, like, everything that you just said, I can first of all relate to <laughs> because we've had in-depth conversations about yeah. this. But I guess for me, like, like you were saying, like, I'm really, really hard on myself because I – just wanted to be uber uber successful and i called my friend chanel last week shout out to you chanel and i was basically telling her everything that you just said and she was like hey let me stop you right there she was like you are very successful and i think for me like i get in my own head and i struggle sometimes with thinking that i'm enough yeah am i pretty enough am Mm -hmm. i smart enough am i bringing enough to the table Mm -hmm. am i doing enough in general am i going hard enough you know just stuff like that yeah and i have to remember that God made me in his image. Yeah. So when God made me in his image and he put me where he put me and he placed me where he placed me and he gave the talents to me that he gave to me and I decided to follow him. Yeah. I had to remember like that I'm literally enough. Mm-hmm. And some days I get up and I kill it and I think I'm killing it and I think I'm more than enough. And then some days I get up and I don't kill it. Yeah. And I think I'm not enough. And whether that's not being pretty enough, being smart enough, being successful enough. But I just want anybody to know that's listening that it's really, really normal to feel all the emotions that we're feeling. And it's okay yeah. to not feel like to not feel like yourself. Yeah. But I want you to know that like God created you in his image and he did not make a mistake. And sometimes we get to these points in our lives where we're depressed or we're sad or we just don't feel like we're enough when it's not about us being successful at that point, but it's more about God laying the foundation for you to be who he's called you to be. Because when you get where you're going, and I've said this before, and I know it's like repeat, like hitting a dead horse, but when you get where you're going, you got to be prepared. Yeah. When you get where you're going, you got to have, you got to have what it takes to be successful because if you're a woman if we're being honest, and you're a woman of color, <laughs> you gotta be on a thousand yes. and you gotta be ready. So I wanna encourage you in this season, like, instead of telling yourself that you're not enough, tell yourself that you're more than enough. Yeah. Like, celebrate your small wins. Mm-hmm. Celebrate where you are now. Celebrate what you overcame. Yeah. And constantly remind yourself, like, I literally have a tab on my computer that says, you are enough. Yeah. For when I have a bad day. And so, just like you, me and Erica, stru- me and Erica struggle. Yeah, <laughs> you know, with feeling enough. But we want you to know that you're enough, and that we're praying for you, and that we love you, and that we want to encourage you, and we just want you to know that like we're overwhelmed, and we're overwhelmed, and we're really trying to get to certain places in life, 
And sometimes it feels like we take two steps forward. And then sometimes it feels like we take five steps back. Right. But just know that, like, you are made to take out the assignment that God gave you. And when you get to the end of your life, I pray that you can tell God that you used every single thing that you had and you gave it everything that you had. Yeah. I think we can, uh, I can lead us out on prayer on that one. Okay, come on, Pastor. <laughs> Bye, your head. Close your eyes. If you're driving, slay with <laughs> Dear God, we come to you as humble as we know how, thanking you for this day that you've blessed us with. We pray that every listener under the sound of our voices just knows who they are in you, that they know who they are in Jesus Christ, and that you will show them how they are in your eyes as a masterpiece. Really reveal it to them, Jesus, and uplift them and relieve them from anything that's disappointing or discouraging or overwhelming or underwhelming their lives at this moment we pray that you just let them see that everything is under your hands and that you are holding them and that you are watching over them and that everything is going to be okay let them know that they are enough let them know that you see them and that no one can overlook them because they are a child of yours and I pray that everyone has a blessed week and I pray that the favor of God can overtake you this week and the blessings will flow down in Jesus name we pray amen amen